Well, hello and welcome to season eight of Rhythms of Grace. Season eight. Yeah, I am Christine and I'm here with Nate. Here I am. And Sung. Hey, hey. And yeah, we are uh, kind of leaning into the summer months with a brand new season. So Sung, do you want to talk to us about what we'll be be running through? We are going to be talking about the topic of rest, something we are all so good at. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I know we three, we're we're experts. I'm getting better. I'm just going to, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I'm getting better too, but there was a long chunk of my life where this was not the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, uh, in this episode, just rest in general and our desperate need for it in society, Mm. right? Um, I I don't know the uh, statistics, but just sleep deprivation as a whole Mm -hmm. is an epidemic in in our country. People not getting enough sleep um, or poor quality sleep, Mm -hmm. which has... Which is the cause of uh, lack of productivity, accidents, um, all sorts of things, health issues. And so, uh, yeah, sleep deprivation. Uh, You know, I actually, I was listening to, uh, I think it was an NPR interview, uh, and a a sleep expert was saying that they have not found a single physical or mental process that is not greatly aided Mm. by by sleep. So essentially, anything that you want to Im- improve or heal or recover or advance mm-hmm. physically or mentally, yep. he's like, sleep makes it happen. Yeah, And it's just funny because sleep is considered like a, like a weakness almost. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you talk yeah. to most people yeah. who are, who yeah. consider themselves driven, you know, they're sort of like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm only sleeping four hours. I wake up hustling. You know, I mean, just yeah. like the whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. But actually if you want to be smarter and sharper, sleep is what you need yeah and it's it's crazy because it starts so young like I remember I was in high school when I started being like oh yeah like I can get more done if I just don't if I go to sleep after my mom Mm. and get up before my mom like you know if I just kind of cut away at the hours of sleep I'm gonna be so productive and I can brag about it and everyone will be so impressed by the fact that I get up at 4 a.m every day yeah Um, and there's this like pride that comes with Mm -hmm. not sleeping enough even yeah. though it like is eroding our ability to actually function and perform. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how much sleep do you get or try to get? Hmm. I, I literally don't keep track. Hmm. Okay. And here's why. I mean, I, first of all, I have found that my sleep changes with the seasons okay because Mm, there's no where i live there's no ambient light so Mm. actually my body is taking cues from like the amount of daylight that there is Mm -hmm. Mm. so i sleep more in the winter than i do in the summer Mm -hmm. and i like to say that i get up at rooster o'clock like (laughs) my roosters start crowing and that usually wakes me up and that also changes yeah and so i just sort of like i go to bed when i'm tired and i wake up and the roosters crow and i know that sounds stupid but (laughs) i literally got woken up on my alarm on wednesday for the first time in, mm. I, I mean, months. Yeah. yeah. And it was because I had a super busy day before and I had gone to bed late and I have a, a Bible study in the morning. Mm. And so I have like this emergency alarm that's like, <laughs> don't forget. And that's actually what woke me up. Mm. But usually I don't set an alarm. I yeah. don't keep track of my sleep. I'm, I'm like a dog. I sleep when I'm mm. tired and I wake up when yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Which, you know, it's kind of like my mom used to always say that about sleep and food. Like that's how we were designed, right? right? Is to like sleep when we're tired, eat when we're hungry. And 
the, the a lot of our problems come from eating when we're not hungry um, mm-hmm. or not eating when we are right. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. um, and sleeping not, and sleeping when we shouldn't be and not sleeping when we should. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's never happened to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how much do you sleep, Christine? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I feel like, to be completely honest, the seminary has uh, <laughs> ruined my <laughs> sleep sleeps, schedule. Yeah. On Thursdays, every Thursday I have an assignment due, and every Thursday I get home at like 8.30 or whatever, and I'm like, I, I will literally, I get into my pajamas, I get into bed, I lie down, and immediately it's like an alarm. Like my brain goes, you have homework due. And oh, I'll get out of bed geez. and then I'm like in asleep at, you know, 1 a.m. Because <laughs> thankfully it's Chicago time. So I have until 1 a.m. to submit my assignments. Mm, oh my gosh. Um, and so that's like, it's literally, I, I don't know. I even have a reminder set and it just doesn't hit me until, until I'm in bed. Anyway, aside from that, theoretically, I have routines set in my Alexa. So like oh. I, you know. Bird sounds start at 5.30 every single morning. I usually gradually wake up. By the time my music starts at 6 a.m., I'm awake. I do my devotions in bed anyway. So that's my morning. I'm awake by 6. And then mm. in the evening, lullabies start playing um, at 10 p.m. now. Mm. Um, it used to be 9. And that kind of lulls me to sleep. Mm. Hmm. And then what time do you fall asleep? Um, 10.30. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How about you, Song? Sim- I know. I know. Sleep is like a like a big thing for you. It, it is now. Um, I mean, it's always been a big thing. Now you're trying to be healthy about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big thing that I tried to avoid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ten plus years ago, and within the last ten years, it's been something that I uh, see as a a vital necessity. Um, and so, on good days, uh, ten thirty, going to bed. Um, and usually five or five thirty, so a good solid seven hours. And the the I, I got a Fitbit, not so much for my steps as much as tracking my sleep. Mm. The thing it also does is it tracks the quality of sleep. So you could sleep more, but get a lower score. For example, if you don't get enough REM sleep, or if if more of your sleep is just light sleep, and mm. so. Um, I, I use that more for sleeping and that gives me a good sense of the energy that I have for that day. Um, more so than like, Oh, did I walk my 10,000 steps? Mm-hmm. Um, in one sense, I don't really care about that, but that's fine. So one other thing that I'm just going to mention about sleep is that I share a bed with another person. Mm. And so my decisions about sleep are not the only variable <laughs> in play, yeah. you know, yeah. like, and you're a light sleeper. I am. Yeah, I am. In fact, I, I, I wake up a lot during the night, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't really bother me mm-hmm. um, uh, because I actually go back to sleep relatively easily. But when Amy has a rough night's sleep, I will wake up and feel totally <laughs> not rested. She'll be like, oh, why yeah. am I so tired? She'll be like, that's my fault. I'm sorry. I was worrying from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. You know? Uh, so, th- I mean, that is a, that's a huge, that's a huge factor yeah. for yeah. me. Well, and, and experts will say that like REM sleep, rapid eye movement, that's where you get kind of the rest that you need from sleep is stage five. And your brain doesn't stop actively processing until you get to stage three. Mm-hmm. And so you could be in stage one and two, like from one to four. Yeah. And you're not really getting rest. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You're kind of half awake, half sleeping, kind of things are flitting across your mind. Yeah. And so, yeah. Or- dreaming about stuff like dream like dreaming worry dreams mm. <laughs> that happens to me when i'm not sleeping deeply mm. yeah yeah 
So, and today we're going to talk more about like rest, not just body, but mind and spirit and soul in in so many different ways. And I think one of the things that our culture prevents us from resting the way we should, or we are designed to is, uh, just kind of the busyness of life and the fear of missing opportunities. Mm. FOMO. FOMO, (laughs) right? And the question is, like, uh, many of us have busy lives, but are we living a good life, mm-hmm. right? The busy life and the good life are not synonymous. No. Mm-hmm. And no. so oftentimes busyness uh, can equate to hurry, mm-hmm. and hurry uh, is uh, diametrically opposed to the good life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say Jesus was active and busy, but he was never in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I wonder how much hurry our lives um, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, so I was watching a show and there was and there was some sort of military thing. I don't even remember what the show was, but there was a guy sort of coaching someone else as they were about to enter a high pressure situation. And what he said was, and I'm sure this is, I don't know, maybe some of our listeners can tell me, I don't know if this is like a common military phrase, but what he said was, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And a lot of times when I'm doing something and a lot of my work is very physical. So if I feel like I'm in a hurry, I actually try to remember that because what actually makes you go uh, quickly is not going quickly. Right. It's sort of like moving smoothly mm. through the, the your tasks or your mental processes or things like that. And yeah. oftentimes that is better if you slow down. It's mm-hmm. like the antithesis of hurry. Mm-hmm. And so I've actually found sometimes when I really feel like I'm in a rush and I'll be trying to do something fast, what I remember is like, no man, like go slow. And actually, I mean like go slow to go fast. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. It's like yeah. a church phrase or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I've totally found that to be true. Yeah. And I just remind myself or now when I'm coaching other people that are like working with me on the farm, just be like, Hey, like go slow, mm-hmm. slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Yeah. Mm. And it kind of reminds me, like, uh, in a slightly different way, you know, I always think about my my siblings have lived all over the world, and when my sister was in Germany, um, one of the big things was, like, in order to, you knew that someone was productive if they left work on time. Mm. I think in, in America, it's like, oh, if you work until 10 p.m., you're really productive. Yeah. But for them, they're like, no, because we know that you're only productive for this amount of hours per day and so if you're staying till 10 p.m clearly you're doing something wrong like you're working Mm -hmm. too slow but if you work for the hours that you're in the office and then you leave you are a productive person and there's Mm -hmm. that like opposite like uh you know germany is like so streamlined because they they draw boundaries and then they work hard within those Mm -hmm. um and yeah i just i that's one of the things i always think about is like i feel like oh if i work constantly um, and like frantically that yeah. I'm being the most productive. Oh yeah. Um, but there's that, yeah. Go slow to go fast. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell one more story about this and this is uh, again, something that I often say to like, um, uh, like Amy, I say it more to Amy than anybody else, <laughs> but there's the kids know. And, and my wife knows there's a phrase or, or when I'm working on someone on something or with someone where I'll say like, or they're working on something. I'll say like, have you taken time to sharpen your ax? And there's this whole like parable ish story about a woodcutter who goes into the woods and despite Mm -hmm. working harder and harder and harder, his production Mm -hmm. decreases, decreases, decreases. And finally the foreman is like, are you sharpening your ax? And Mm -hmm. I think that that is what for me, that's, that's the equivalent of 
rest, mm-hmm. which is that you need to do things that prepare you to be effective. Yeah. And man, we can get in like this grind mentality and not realize that our efficiency is falling off so dramatically. Exactly. So you work harder and you work harder and longer and you get less and less and less done. Mm-hmm. Yep. And become less and less of the person you want to be. Oh, absolutely. Right? I think of like the Dallas Willard quote of like, hurry is the number one enemy of mm-hmm. the spiritual life. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Because yeah, like, you know, as, as we, we went over a few weeks back, like the story of Elijah going to see God, like he speaks in a still small voice. Mm. Um, and, and we like to work harder and harder and doesn't matter if our axes is, is working or not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. For those of you who are not lumberjacks or farmers, uh, <laughs> it's the, the, the metaphor of sharpening your knife. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, your kitchen knife, yeah. let's say, you know, like you, you could work harder and harder. Uh, I used to sell Cutco knives. Oh, <laughs> but, you know, I will say they're really good knives. <laughs> I remember one of the demonstrations we had to do was we asked the people like, hey, get, get out your sharpest knife. And then we would try to cut a piece of leather with it. And you would just work and work and work, and it was just they, they couldn't cut through most of the time. And you just take one of uh, the Cutco knives, and it just slices through like butter, mm-hmm. right? And so it, 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 the the difference of how much effort you're putting out, yeah. Um, and it's it feels like, well, on the flip side, rest is not just doing nothing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because some people think, oh, I'm gonna plop on the couch, even if you're not watching TV, you're just sitting there, kind of like, and, and this could be rest, but rest is not just Mm non-activity actually rest is hard work Mm -hmm. to be intentional about rest is very hard Mm -hmm. i think and i think um, that's a good point one of the things that came to mind when we first started uh, like talking about this topic was that for some reason especially in america we've equated leisure with Mm -hmm. rest yeah and those two things are not synonymous like you said sung it can be Mm -hmm. like there can be leisure can be restful but in some ways i think people hustle 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 in order to like take leisure Mm -hmm. and that's actually not the same thing even retirement sometimes feels that way where people like work their butts off for their whole lives that they can sort of hit the leisure portion and that's just not really it's not the same thing it's not restful Mm -hmm. for for a lot of people that hit retirement leisure is not restful Mm -hmm. it's like stressful (laughs) yeah you know because they're so used to or they're just wired to be doers yeah Mm -hmm. and then suddenly they're trying to take a leisure portion of their life and they're miserable Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why uh, a number of people that are retired feel like they lack purpose yeah Mm -hmm. um because not not, maybe not so much for for like life in general but because they're not actively engaged in some sort of vocation or calling that doesn't have to be a job but now they just equate retirement with leisure and leisure actually is necessary but and it's good uh, um, rest is good but in the context in the larger context of work Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. And work meaning not just job, like a, a paid job, but just work, whether it's gardening or, you know, how, like housework, like rest in that context where so, so, so oftentimes when people have this destination mindset, I'm just going to get to retirement, they get there and then they realize like, oh, I'm actually created to do good work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, and I don't know how much of this we're going to get well, I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that Amy always encourages me about around rest 
and around um, the Sabbath, which I mm. do try to take pretty seriously, is that the Sabbath is not like a reward for how hard yeah. you work. Mm. But that's how retirement is viewed. It's mm-hmm. sort of like you work for the six days and then you can get your day off. The way that she continually encourages me to think is to say, Sabbath is what allows you to work. Right. Mm. And so the things that you do in that time or on that day should be geared to be restorative and strengthening and preparatory. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's on hard work. It can be hard work to make those choices, but it's what allows you to sort of like step into the next day, mm-hmm. sort of ready to go. Mm-hmm. And my mentality does tend to be like, I've worked my butt off. I finally get to rest. Right. And it, it takes a pretty significant mental shift to think mm-hmm. about uh, preparing my heart and mind and body. And again, for me, my work is very, very physical. Mm-hmm. So like getting off my feet for a day is a part of preparing me for mm-hmm. the next day. Mm-hmm. But that's not true for everybody. No. It's really right. not. Yeah. But like if you're sitting in, in a cubicle all day and yeah. you think going home, sitting on a couch is rest. Right. Mm-hmm. It won't be. It won't yeah. be. Yeah, right? it won't be. A couple of thoughts coming out of what you just said too, like one more theological, one more uh, kind of, um, I guess they're both theological. <laughs> <laughs> one is the fact that in in the Hebrew world, uh, Sabbath came Friday night to Saturday, uh, Friday sunset to Saturday, which actually for me works really well. Mm. And that's when I take my Sabbath. But with, uh, with the resurrection of Jesus, uh, it, it is. It's like Sabbath is on a Sunday. Is it's the beginning of kind of the Julian calendar of our week, and I think as Christians we're supposed to think of it that way. We we rest in order to to work. Yeah. Not we we don't work in order to receive rest as reward. And and I will say that is really hard for me. Like. Because I do think like, oh, the, the amount of rest I deserve is determined by mm. my level of productivity. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And, and just to tell yourself rest is not a reward that I have to earn. Yeah. In fact, just the other day, I, I, I came home, I was kind of tired. And I, I just said to Amy, like, I'm just going to like do nothing. And it was, it was hard for me yeah. to just make that mental shift, but also like, soul shift to just say like, this is okay mm-hmm. because again, society and just the way I'm wired, you just want to like do something, feel productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, w- did, was that both of your theological points? Yeah. One, one was the Sunday kind of mm-hmm. starting rest. Mm-hmm. And then the other, just uh, the whole rest is not a reward, not just for retirement, but let's say, uh, uh, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I have found as I've sort of tried to discipline myself into Sabbath is that it is a discipline that, uh, bears fruit throughout the rest mm-hmm. of my week. Yeah. Like yeah. I can reach a point where I'm saying like, Oh, if I'm going to be effective, actually I need to rest right now. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you're not practiced in it, in it, if you're not used to experiencing it, it's, it can be a hard sort of, um, feeling to, to identify, Mm -hmm. but I will now reach points where I'm like, I am like, I am just grinding and being (laughs) ineffective. Guess what that means? That means that like, I need to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, and the more that you do it and the more you realize your effectiveness on the other side of rest, Mm -hmm. the more you see it as not a reward, but a, a, discipline mm-hmm. and not a sign of weakness, but really sort of sewing in productivity mm-hmm. on the front end. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I just don't think in general, at least I was not wired for that mm-hmm. um, for most of my life. Yeah. I feel like uh, there, yeah, 
often I, I view it in like one of two ways, like that, that word discipline, um, is good because either I'll like get too legalistic about it where I'm like, okay, I have to take a Sabbath. I can't do anything. Mm. (laughs) I can't like, you know, it's just about like God and like worship and it's not about like my growth. Right. Mm. It's like, oh, this is like what I owe God or else I'll like swing the other way and be really lazy about it. Mm -hmm. Or I'm like, oh, I'll take a Sabbath and Sabbath means watching TV all day. And then I feel not rested the next day. I feel more tired. Um, cause it's like, yeah, it's still like mental work. I'm just not doing anything. Mm. Um, and so that idea of like, okay, preparing my body is really helpful when I can think of it that way of like preparing my heart, mind, body, mm-hmm. um, and like not being legalistic about it, but like sowing the seeds that will bear fruit throughout yeah. the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole metaphor of sowing seeds may, makes me think that good work grows, uh, best in the, in the soil of good rest. Wait, did I say that right? Good, good work grows best in the soil of Mm. good rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That absolutely makes sense. Yeah. 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 So using the agricultural, I love it. I'm trying, I'm trying (laughs) language song. And so there are ways that we often rest that aren't actually good rest. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking about this a little bit, but like vacation is one of them. Mm. The mentality of most Westerners is like, I'm working hard for 50 weeks out of the year. I'm going to take a two week vacation. And how many of us have gone on vacation and you come back and you feel like I need a vacation from my vacation. Yeah. Right. Uh, It's hectic. There's fun activities and it's a full schedule, but you're more exhausted coming out of it Mm -hmm. than when you go into it. And so, and then when you get back, you have a ton of emails to write back and it just does not feel restful. And so one of it is just understanding rest is not vacation Mm -hmm. or vacation is not necessarily rest. Mm -hmm. You know, just to think that you're going to go on a one week vacation and come back and you're you're good for the rest of the year. That's like saying, Hey, here, eat a buffet for one week and then you're good for the rest of the year. Like it doesn't work that way. Right. And so what's more important than like this vacation mentality is just consistent daily, weekly, monthly rhythms mm-hmm. of rest. And we're going to dive into all different types of rest. Yeah, And I just want to speak to that a little bit, because I think that's one of the things that like, I don't know, I know I've fallen into in the past is even just like, oh, I especially like, again, starting in high school, this is like a problem that goes back. I would like not sleep Sunday night through mm. Friday night and then, or through Thursday night and then Friday night, I would sleep until like 2 PM <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Oh, now I'm good for the rest of the week. Right. Like I caught up. Yeah. And I think the problem is like, e- kind of mm. like I, I made it through whole school years that way and it worked for me, Short term. but realizing, <laughs> yeah, like something can work and be livable and still mm. not be all the goodness that God has for us. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been one of the things that I've been kind of like wrestling with in this season of like reevaluating rest mm-hmm. is like, yeah, something can be doable for, you know, like all of our young professionals out there. Like we live, you know, lifestyles. It's like, oh, well, this is fine because I'm single and I don't have like any accountability to a family to like actually be a healthy person. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, th- there are better ways of doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the ways that Amy and I, it's not, it's actually not a vacation, but um, it's, it, it is better is 
is that every winter when um, farm work slows down and her business slows down, she and I usually try to get away for three or four days. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're specifically planning days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like we also take it easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, there's no chores to be done. Like we eat out. So we're not like cooking meals or cleaning up. We usually get an Airbnb somewhere and, and we sort of do the mental work that lets us, that lets the rest of the year be easier. Mm. We prioritize, mm-hmm. we, we go through the projects, we talk about the goals for her business and all these things. So we're still doing a kind of work, mm-hmm. but it allows us to, to sort of uh, be more effective and then yeah. in and then the context for us, of course, is like very, very restful mm-hmm. to just just the two of us to be away. Yeah. Um, and so it's not really a vacation in the way people think of it, but it is yeah. absolutely restorative for us. I mean, it's more of a retreat yeah. than a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we say vacation, maybe if we were to go on retreat more so than kind of like, hey, we're going to go to Disney right? mm. yeah. <laughs> and you come back and you're just exhausted. Yeah. Um, I, and what you were saying, Christine, it's kind of like the whole sleep uh, marathon, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, I mean, the, these are rest solutions that don't work. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you crash hard, right? Or, or you stay up on, uh, on the, on the, uh, weeknights watching your favorite TV show. You stay up late, later than you should. Mm-hmm. So instead of 1030, you're like going to bed at 11 or 12 and then you got to get up the next morning and you feel okay. You're like, cause, cause your body's just like, well, it wakes up. You're like, Oh, I got to get going. You get, mm-hmm. you know, and then you kind of crash on the weekends. And then this is, this happens also when you sleep till 2 PM, you wake up some, and you have like a sleep hangover. It's so true. You, you, your body feels like it's dragging. You have a headache and you, you don't feel well rested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while you may have quote unquote caught up in terms of hours that week, um, that's not how sleep works. Yeah. So that, that's another solution that doesn't work. So let me ask a question. Um, what do we, what do you say to someone who feels like they're in a season of life where rest is not possible? Right. Like a mm-hmm. new parent. Yeah. A new parent. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who have like super, super demanding jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the easy answers are things like draw boundaries, but, but are there other things that you would say to someone who kind of finds themselves in one of those seasons and mm-hmm. feels like rest is not available to them? That's really good. Cause I, I'm just trying to think of when our kids were really little, it's just, uh, it's a tough season. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say, uh, the point uh, in our marriage that was hardest was when our kids were li- young, like, like under the age of five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were like one and three. Yeah. And, you know, as with an infant and a young toddler, just the needs and just, and we only had two kids, right? I mean, I can't imagine having like four or more. It's just like crazy people. You know, (laughs) I know, right? I I guess you could get some of your older kids to kind of be semi-parents. Kind of. But um, I I would say both relationally, margin-wise, that was one of the hardest seasons. Um, We've had hard seasons since then, but just in terms of, time together. Um, and, and especially for Amy, just her sense, like, um, like it, it would take her, you know, I mean, on a good day, um, getting the kids, you know, changed and whatever, like it'd be noon by the time she's like getting ready, like herself. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. And so it's just, it's just a tough season. And especially you throw in like a working mom, yeah. all the more. And so I don't, I don't know that I have a good one size fits all answer Mm -hmm. as much as, um, 
you know, we, we did it by like uh, exchanging babysitting nights, you know, mm-hmm. and, and getting time away. And even then, like you're just so tired, right? Like you, 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 you're like, oh, it'd be great to go out. And then you, you go out and you're just so tired. And all you want to do is like take a nap. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the first time we went out on a date after, um, you know, Michael was born and we're just so tired and exhausted. And we're like, oh, finally we could, you know, get away from the kids and just, and all we did was talk about the kids, yeah. right? But again, it, it was good in the sense of those weren't conversations we had time to have yeah. mm-hmm. uh, every day or every week. And so whatever way possible, community, family, friends, um, uh, you can't, you can't do it alone. Man, I think that that is like a really interesting point too, because uh, I think again, the the mentality is sort of that you should be able to do it mm-hmm. all alone. Mm-hmm. You should be able to like work a full time job and have a family and be <laughs> mentally healthy and be physically fit. Like, and I think the reality is that those seasons bring to the forefront that oh, actually, you can't yeah. all the time. At least yeah. not in every season. I think that there are times when you're firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. but. Uh, like a new job or, you know, finishing an advanced degree or, you know, doing residency at a hospital, like it, it's not possible to do it by yourself mm-hmm. in those seasons, mm-hmm. yeah. unless you're independently wealthy in which case you can <laughs> just pay for everything. But most of us are not in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, like one of the things that, um, as I've been like, uh, we'll, we'll get into like different types of rest in future episodes. But as I've been talking to like my friends who have newborns or like young babies, like realizing that there are multiple ways to rest mm-hmm. um, and that there are multiple ways in which we need rest mm-hmm. other than just the physical right. um, or mental rest, even that there are other, yeah, there are ways of getting rest other than just sleeping through the night, which, you know, for, for one of my friends is just not going to happen for another three to <laughs> six months. Um, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so those sorts of like, okay, what are ways that, that you also need rest that you can fill your soul or your mind or your mm. body? Right. I, I also like that. And I don't know what they are, but I like that we're going to talk about multiple ways to rest because I think sometimes, especially when you're exhausted, you can sort of like that's not the time when you're going to be able to think creatively, yeah. right? Like yeah. how should I, how should I get rest since sleep is not available mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Um, I'm glad we're going to like put some stuff out there because I think that that is half the battle just saying, yeah. well, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, because yeah. I haven't brushed my teeth yet today. Well, let me know what you think of this statement. I, I read this statement this past week and I've been trying to process this and uh, I think it's making more sense. But uh, the author was saying that sleep is not rest. Mm. She says sleep is the result of rest, not the byproduct oh, interesting. of rest. You know, because you think, oh, if I get sleep, I'll be rested. Mm-hmm. But her whole thing is like uh, out of a, uh, a foundation of rest trickles down good sleep. Mm-hmm. Not wow. so much you get good sleep and then therefore now you're rested yeah. kind of going yeah. the whole sleep marathon thing. Like you could get kind of good sleep, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're rested. Uh, and, and especially when it comes to addressing any kind of chronic fatigue, mm-hmm. like you could sleep, you could get a good night's sleep. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean you're rested. Yeah. yeah I mean, at least in my personal experience that checks out for both uh, my wife and myself. Um, the number one interrupter of our sleep is, is like worry and stress. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. I mean, now that our kids are older, 
if we're not sleeping well, it's almost always because of one of those two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so if, if we were sort of in a, a rested and restored state of mind, I think that you're right. Could sleep yeah. would flow out of that. Yeah. Hmm. And I think, you know, there are two, two thoughts came to mind. One of which is like, honestly, when I think when I'm most exhausted, I sleep more. So like when I'm most unrested, I'm sleeping eight or nine hours a night. Mm -hmm. And when I'm fully rested, like mentally, emotionally, physically, I'm only sleeping seven. Like I actually sleep less. Like I only sleep seven and a half hours if I'm fully healthy. But when I'm feeling fatigued just from like the like worries of life or just like the busyness, I I tend to sleep more. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my first thought. And then my second thought is like, you know, I, in, in like part of everything for me is like, you know, I get nightmares from time to time, Mm -hmm. um, that, that come back. And in, in counseling, I remember she talked about like, you're going to have nightmares if you don't rest Uh, before you sleep. Um, because good, like good, what does she call it? Uh, it's like bedtime hygiene uh, or Mm. sleep hygiene. Good sleep hygiene leads to fewer nightmares, which I found Mm. to be true. Like when I'm. Uh, Thursday nights, most often going to have nightmares because I'm mm. like climbing into bed right after oh. a four hour kind of like yeah. sprint of homework. Yeah. Um, and I'm not rested before I sleep. Um, whereas if I'm taking the time to do my bedtime routine of like I brush my teeth and I get into bed when my lullabies start playing and I read the Bible for a few minutes, then I actually sleep better mm. and, and am, am rested. Mm. So you could say that rest is what makes sleep sweet. Yes, that's uh, that's uh, exactly right. And again, I think that's really counterintuitive to the way that most people think about sleep. Mm-hmm. They think I need rest, so I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And, and I find myself, I, I, I hit both extremes. When I'm tired, I either sleep more because I'm just lacking the hours, mm-hmm. or I actually end up sleeping less than what I actually need. Mm-hmm. So instead of the full seven hours, I'll, I'll wake up after five hours and I'm like, what is wrong? I'm so tired. I need to mm. sleep. And so, uh, when I'm resting, then, then I get the, the kind of normal seven hours. Mm-hmm. If I'm not rested, I get either too much or too little. Mm. I'm like a baby, right? Babies, like if they're exhausted, they don't sleep or something. <laughs> you could fix this if you would just close your eyes. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, oh shoot. Uh, my train of thought just left the station. Sorry guys. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. <laughs> oh, so, no, no, I remember what okay. it is. I just remembered. I, I think the other thing that, that that speaks to, Christine, is that I do think that for many of us, our tendency is to push, 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 and mm. then just like crash into bed, yeah. Yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. you go until you literally cannot go any further, and mm-hmm. then you sleep. And actually, it's more effective to ease your way into it, yeah. really. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's really helpful. I'm mm-hmm. going to start that tonight. <laughs> And all rest is not the same, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, there's, and we've been talking about this throughout and we'll continue to talk about there's good rest and not so good rest. And um, I, I think sometimes you may need uh, a certain kind of rest and you think your solution is sleep, mm-hmm. you know? And so again, this, and this whole season is, it comes out of a, a season that, uh, I was coming out of where I was feeling really exhausted and we'll talk about this more uh, some other episode 
And then I took a, and then my wife actually told me, she's like, oh, actually years ago, I read this book about seven types of rest. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, tell me more. <laughs> and then as I inquired, she's like, yeah, I think there's like an online assessment. And so I took the assessment and, um, yeah, I won't reveal too much, but the kind of rest that I thought I needed, well, there was one aspect that I thought, oh, I, I don't need this, um, was actually the, my highest mm-hmm. need for rest. Uh, and as we kind of go through the seven types next episode, I'll, I'll kind of share more. But it, that was surprising, but it was really insightful to go, oh, actually, what I thought was, uh, what I thought when I thought I needed this kind of rest, I actually needed mm-hmm. this other kind of rest. Mm-hmm. And that w- that was really helpful to get me out of this like c- close to burnout season just uh, you know a few months ago. Mm-hmm. That um, I think I'm I'm still trying to like I, 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 acutely I feel like yeah I'm out of danger right but chronically I'm like yep uh, it's a rest especially when you have like let's say you did through high school and college that, that mm-hmm. sleep marathon right mm-hmm. like as many years as you you live that kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. it's gonna take that long yeah. just to recover yeah you can't just be like oh yeah i went on a two i went on a two-week vacation now i'm fully rested no maybe acutely but chronically like that does damage to your body yeah yeah and um, you you need better rhythms to recover from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. not to mention all of those things establish sort of mental pathways and mm-hmm. mental habits that are also interruptive. Yeah, you know, to to really being rested. Yeah, and I think that the thing, like in addition to like types of rest, I think there are things that we think are restful so often that are actually like the very things draining us. Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, for instance, someone who's worked in the office all day feels like I'm so tired. I yeah. want to go sit down and lay down. Whereas actually what's going to be restful is, is maybe a walk. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, you know, those, those different things that are counterintuitive that I think there are things that I thought were rest for me that were actually just dragging me down. Um, that, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk more about in future episodes. Yeah. So the question that to ask is what type of rest do you need mm. and we're going to explore that next episode can't wait is is there an online test that we can take too yeah we'll let talk me about it next uh, week yeah, yeah next we'll week talk. okay awesome thanks for being with us <laughs> go take a nap yeah